Welcome to the Data Center Frontier Show, where we tell the story of the data center industry and its future. Our show is hosted by Rich Miller, the editor of Data Center Frontier. Now here's Rich with today's show. I believe everyone has a story. For many of you, that story probably involves a data center. My data center story began in the year 2000, when I walked into a data center for the first time and encountered this incredible facility filled with racks and racks of servers and blinking lights. It was chilly, and as I looked around, I saw network cabling overhead and all of this power equipment, all of the invisible infrastructure needed to power the internet. As I walked back out, I was consumed with a single thought, we're going to need these everywhere. I've spent nearly every day since writing about data centers and how they are changing the world. My name is Rich Miller, and I'm the founder and editor of Data Center Frontier. And I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of the Data Center Frontier Show. This podcast is all about building the digital economy of the future, where it will live, and how it will change our work and our lives. Let's face it, almost no one is using less data today than they did yesterday. We will all probably consume even more data tomorrow. Data is the foundation of the new economy, and this growing ocean of data has to live somewhere. This is our world here at Data Center Frontier. I'm glad you're here because I believe this is one of the most important topics in business today. Now, many of you are already familiar with Data Center Frontier, but if you're just discovering the world of data centers and cloud computing, you're in the right place because I love talking about data centers and there's a lot to talk about. On today's show, we'll cover three topics. First, I'd like to share some background about Data Center Frontier because I think it's important for you to understand my story and how it's led to this podcast. Second, we'll talk about hyperscale computing, which is driving big changes that are sweeping the global technology landscape. It's an important starting point for talking about our digital transformation. Lastly, we'll give a sneak preview of what you can expect from this show. We'll talk about the topics we are tracking, why we believe they are important, and their potential impact in the months and years ahead. First, a little about Data Center Frontier. We can be found at datacenterfrontier.com on the web, and we chart the future of data centers and cloud computing. We use the data center as our lens to write about what's next for the internet and the innovations that will take us there. Our belief and core thesis is that the facilities that power the cloud tell us a lot about the internet and where it's headed from here. On a broader sense, Data Center Frontier is the fulfillment of a bigger vision that has guided my journey. The idea that a single journalist could become a publisher to the world. It seemed like a crazy idea back in the year 2000, especially for a guy who had spent two decades working at newspapers, which at the time involved huge newsrooms filled with reporters and required expensive printing presses and fleets of delivery trucks to take the physical papers and get them to stores and to drop them in your driveway. But the power of the internet made crazy things seem possible. At the time, I had already been a working journalist for nearly 20 years. I started out as a sports writer, covering high school and college sports, mostly around Princeton, New Jersey. But during the 1980s and 1990s, I got to work in pretty much every area of the newsroom. I covered sports, business, features, and religion, as well as heading an investigative reporting team and being director of technology for the entire newsroom. It was 1994 
when I had my first experience with the internet. I logged on and realized that you could use America Online to create web pages and that these web pages could be read by anyone in the world. That was a huge change for information because with our newspaper, it could only be delivered in our immediate area. It was clear to me that the internet would be a powerful publishing tool and could eliminate most of the things that newspapers spent money on, including those printing presses and trucks. So I began learning HTML, which is the language used to create web pages, and began building sites. At the time, I was working at a newspaper in Trenton, New Jersey, and I spent much of the next five years trying to point the way towards the future and help my colleagues and the newspaper make the transition to the internet. It proved to be frustrating because like much of the newspaper industry, the leadership at our paper underestimated the impact of the internet. So after a while, I started looking for opportunities to write online. Then came that first visit to a data center and within a matter of weeks, I had quit my newspaper job and started writing news for a site called carrierhotels.com which covered carrier hotels and data centers. I later moved on and founded a publication called Data Center Knowledge, which some of you who are listening uh, may know and uh, might read on a regular basis. DCK became the leading source of data center news during a period of massive growth for the internet. In 2012, it was acquired by iNet Interactive, and it's now part of a, a company uh, in the UK uh, called Informa which has a pretty large global empire of uh, trade show and uh, web publishing content. After a short break in 2015, I founded Data Center Frontier to focus on the road ahead and how to build the internet of the future. Over the years, I've talked to a lot of folks who've had a similar light bulb moment when they walked into a data center for the first time. This is a young business and few people start their careers thinking about a future in the data center industry. But it has been an amazing ride. On one level, data centers are just bricks and mortar and power and cooling. The bigger story is that data centers power the digital economy that is transforming our world and our lives. Sure, the internet delivers uh, tweets and status updates and cat pictures. Lots and lots of cat pictures. I, I only know a little bit about this because uh, I happen to own two of the world's most photogenic cats, so I have contributed a cat picture or two to that total. But data centers also provide mission-critical infrastructure powering everything from 911 systems to the financial markets to global payment processing and government operations, all of the things we rely on to power our everyday lives. It's a compelling story and one that has a long way to run. I wanted to take a moment to give a special shout out to T5 Data Centers, which is sponsoring today's episode of the Data Center Frontier Show. T5 is a leading data center owner and operator that has built more than 4 million square feet of data center space and currently operates over 550 megawatts of mission-critical infrastructure. T5's purpose-built design, superior facilities management, and construction services platform have been perfected through decades of experience, delivering world-class data centers to many of the world's best companies, creating the foundation of T5's forever-on performance. T5 is committed to recruiting and retaining the best data center talent in the industry, with more than 60% of its operations team having served in the military. 
and achieving a retention rate of more than 88%. If your company demands forever on, demand T5. Visit www.t5datacenters.com to learn more. If you want to understand the trends shaping the data center industry, you need to start with hyperscale computing. The hyperscale data center has become the physical form factor to power the digital transformation. In the process, it is bringing significant change to the data center industry. The rise of hyperscale computing is part of a larger story about businesses and their relationship with their data and IT operations. Data storage is shifting out of computer rooms and IT closets inside office campuses. Servers and storage equipment are moving into massive, centralized data center hubs. Companies don't want to spend millions of dollars to build and operate data centers. For most companies, it's just not their core competency. That's where cloud computing comes in. It allows these companies to house their IT operations in a remote data center operated by a specialist third-party provider, and then they can run their IT from a mobile application or web browser. As the cloud model has gained momentum, IT workloads are being concentrated in the world's largest and most efficient data center facilities, which are designed to easily add more servers and power as needed. This trend will not only feature bigger data centers, it will also mean data centers in many new places. Digital infrastructure will become distributed and ubiquitous, with IT equipment living everywhere from the core of the cloud to the edge of the network. In the process, hyperscale companies have become the largest customers for the data center industry, which is giving them huge influence over how data centers are built and sold. Prior to 2016, wholesale data center leases rarely involved more than 10 megawatts of capacity. In 2018, there were 11 deals of 10 megawatts or more, including a whopping 72 megawatt lease in Northern Virginia. As you can imagine, these deal sizes require different approaches than when you're building a one megawatt data center. For many years, data center providers built these turnkey data center suites that were sized at slightly more than one megawatt of IT capacity and sized at about 10,000 to 12,000 square feet. Nowadays, we see providers offering data halls ranging from 30,000 square feet up to 60,000 square feet and even larger. This trend of supersizing data halls is prompting some companies to optimize their construction process and indeed their entire supply chain to compete for these huge hyperscale deals. Other providers are targeting more traditional enterprise wholesale requirements and workloads, say in the 500 kilowatt to 4 megawatt range. Meanwhile, retail co-location companies are focusing on interconnection and cloud on-ramps. For the co-location sector, the network is a huge focus right now. So how many hyperscale facilities are there? Synergy Research estimates that there are approximately 440 hyperscale data centers worldwide. They probably represent less than 10% of all data centers, but they comprise an outsized share of the investment coming into the industry. One way to measure data center spending is the capital expenditures reported by public companies. In 2018, the capital expenditures of the 20 largest global hyperscale providers grew by more than 40% to a total of 120 billion. That's billion with a B. Meanwhile, about 30% of all the servers that were sold in the first quarter of 2019 
were customized for hyperscale operators. I've visited a lot of these huge cloud data centers over the years, and in the process, I've driven through some really remote parts of places like Oregon and Western North Carolina. Server forms always used to be closer to cows than cities, really living up to the server farm moniker, because that's where developers could find cheap land and cheap power. That's starting to change. A growing number of applications work best on low latency connections, which tends to push data storage closer to end users. That's why more huge data centers are coming to the suburbs, shifting servers closer to the eyeballs that will consume the, the content. We believe this shift in architecture will gain momentum in coming years, boosting hyperscale capacity near major cities like Phoenix, Dallas, Chicago, and Washington, DC. These massive cloud campuses will be supported by a larger universe of infrastructure, including subsea cables, cable landing stations, network nodes, and edge data centers, all of which have now become part of the strategic conversation around hyperscale computing. These trends are best summarized in two overarching themes. The first, we'll see innovation on the front end as technology companies and service providers race to deploy and commercialize new technologies that include AI, artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things, augmented reality, 5G wireless, and autonomous vehicles. Second, we'll see industrialization on the back end as new investment streamlines the global supply chain, bringing new levels of speed and efficiency to the delivery of hyperscale capacity. There will be business opportunities that are driven and defined by scale and others that are driven by specialization. How do you keep track of all of this? We're here to help. At Data Center Frontier, we're going to be going beyond the podcast. So we've put together a free report for our listeners that provides everything you need to know about hyperscale data centers. The report provides a deep dive into how hyperscale data centers have changed how we compute and has altered the supply chain for digital infrastructure. We also share our take on how, on how hyperscale computing will evolve from here. We'll have a link to this report on the front page of the Data Center Frontier website, or you can find a link in our show notes, which can always be found at datacenterfrontier.com slash podcast. Again, this is a completely free resource. All you have to do is sign up for our white paper library, and you'll get the Hyperscale Data Center Special Report and lots of other goodies. This podcast is a bit of a new adventure for me. I'm a reporter and writer, and those used to be jobs that could keep you away from microphones and podiums and stages. But if I learned anything when I was making the transition from newspapers to the internet, it's that you have to be flexible, be aware of how media is changing, and follow your audience. And for a growing number of you, podcasts have become an important way to stay informed on subjects that matter. Over time, we plan to bring you different types of discussions including some of my takes on industry trends, question and answers from our listeners, and interviews with industry executives. For our initial season, we're starting with a series of episodes examining the foundations of data center growth. We'll look at data center clusters and how they develop and grow. We'll cover the AI disruption 
and how software is eating the world and what that means for facilities. We'll talk about 5G and the low latency future. And finally, we will talk about the edge computing revolution and how it may reshape the network architecture. Ultimately, we are here for you. Each day, we're working to understand the latest trends driving the data center industry and share those insights with our readers and listeners to help you succeed in building our digital future. I'm really glad to have you along for the journey on the Data Center Frontier Show as we tell the story of the data center industry one podcast at a time. Today's podcast was brought to you by T5 Data Centers. Contact T5 today and begin a conversation about how T5 can accommodate your custom-built data center facility. Learn more at www.t5datacenters.com. T5, forever on. Thanks for listening to the Data Center Frontier Show. You can find the show notes for this episode at datacenterfrontier.com slash podcast, including links to resources Rich mentioned. Be sure to subscribe to the Data Center Frontier Show at Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find quality podcasts. Please tell your friends and share about it on your social media. You can always find us on the web at datacenterfrontier.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Until next time.